This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Everyone's a critic, jointly presented with Chindana. You're listening to Everyone's a Critic with me, Sharmila Ganesan. And today I'm joined by, well, Arvind Yuvraj, who I speak to three times a week on Popcorn Culture, but it's his first appearance here on this show. Thank you for joining me today. Hello, hello. I was just going to say, we never do a show together. It's like I know, the right? first like, time ever. I've, I've never seen you. I rarely get to talk to you. Like, what is this? <laughs> So Arvind's joining me today to uh, review a play, a virtual play called My Prom Date, The Axe Murderer. Uh, and that's by Pop-Up Theatre. So Pop-Up Theatre has been doing uh, these, uh, well, literally pop-up theatre productions over the course of the last year. A lot of them, well, most of them have been virtual. And um, the idea is, I think, just small, fun slices of theatre that you can enjoy from your home. Um, they also tend to work with uh, people from across the world. So a lot of their planning is done online as well. Now, to get into the play itself, the title really says, I think, most of what the play is, literally, My Prom Date, uh, The Axe Murderer. The title tells, is the synopsis. Yeah, literally. What what was your first impression of it, Arvind? So when I first started watching it, um, I was interested in the in the title specifically. I was like, where is this going to go? Because the title is very, very interesting. My Prom Date, The Axe Murderer. Um, but then it sort of takes a quick dive into like surrealist comedy with a puppet that shows up, a puppet named Edgar, who's the neighbor. And then I was very interested, like yeah, even more than I, before. I wanted to pause you there and say puppet, like an actual puppet. Like an actual yeah. puppet, a puppet or a muppet, like something you would see um, like on Sesame, Sesame Street. Street. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Um, but the jokes are not Sesame Street-ish, just to just to say this is a, this is a play for adults. Um, and then I was even more interested because I love like surrealist comedy um, and I love dark comedy. So surface level impressions, um, I was interested at first and I found the play to be very um, cute and also lighthearted. Um, it, it, it is, I mean, it, it's supposed to be somewhat quote unquote violent with a title like that. It doesn't actually go there. So I think it stays with the lighthearted, fun, cute side of things. Yeah, it's definitely farcical, right? It's meant to, mm. it doesn't take itself too seriously. It essentially just plays around with two specific genres, both of which are in the title, the uh, horror genre, but also the teen genre. So the idea of going to prom and um, it's not really clear where it's set. It's not particularly interested in in being super deep about these things. Um, I think it's just meant to be a lighthearted Com- comedic romp. Um, just to say, it's directed by Scott McQuaid and it stars uh, Alexandria Tan, Sajan, uh, Tan Suzy, um, Edgar as the puppet Edgar is what the credit list says. So um, I don't know who, yeah, I don't know who plays Edgar, uh, Lukman Shuhaib and Daniel Iskandar. So it's worth saying that this play is very short. It's 20 minutes. And mm-hmm. 
I think with good reason. I'm not sure that a premise like this and this approach could have held up, particularly um, since we're watching it virtually, for much longer than that. Oh, so I'm the I'm the opposite. Um, so Ooh. I was watching this over. I, I use this as um, something to watch over like uh, food. So I was expecting something a lot longer, even though the 20 minutes was just perfect for like a, like a lunch watch thing. Um, because of the premise and because I was interested in the characters, I was, I was willing to put about 35, 45 minutes into this because I, I kind of feel like the, the third act is a bit rushed just as things like sort of uh, pick up and you start to understand where everybody sits in this play and what everyone is going for, um, it quickly ends, like it concludes, like a, a lot of things happen like in the span of three minutes and the play just finishes. So I would have easily given this like an additional 15 minutes, 20 minutes of my time um, because it was getting interesting. It was getting interesting to a point and then it, it just fizzled out. No, you're right. I mean, I think 15 to 20 minutes is fair. I could have done with that amount of time, particularly if we had more of the, I think the main couple, essentially the mm -hmm. the axe murderer who's played by Sajjan <laughs> and the the girl who's looking for a prom date who's played by Alexandra Tan. Because I think they, they were really cute and they were really the highlight of it for me. I would have liked to see more of them interacting. I think the problem or the challenge for me was that I wasn't as big a fan of the the um, other two main characters, which are essentially the mum and Edgar the puppet. Um, I don't know. It did it for me. It struck. It struck a sort of a cringy tone. A lot of weird sexual innuendos that I didn't particularly like. And and so I think when they came back, which was in the third act, um, and I realized that we were going to see more of them, I wasn't. I think it it sort of lost me a little bit. Mm, I don't know. Um... The part about the sexual innuendos, for some reason, I find that um, plays or anything to do with theater, when it is a play for adults, they always try to have those kinds of jokes. Like I've seen many, many plays with those kinds of When they're comedies, right? It seems when like comedies. that's the tone. Yeah. yeah, even when they are sort of like trying to go for something more comedic, even if it's not like purely a comedy uh, play, a comedy drama, uh, when it is time for some sort of comedic bit, they try to put in some sort of innuendo or jokes like that that are slightly crude-ish. Um, I don't know why when it comes to the stage, I kind of breeze past those things like I'm okay with it happening if it's on stage like it's a different level of uh, level of judgment um, I, I do want to say though that um, I liked Ed Edgar's jokes I, I think they were written properly um, they were very like snappy and fast and witty the problem was I had difficulty understanding what he was saying until about like 20 seconds later so there oh, was same like a... same and I think hmm. the I'm not sure whether it's a problem with the audio quality or um just how it was hooked up and how we hear it because hmm. you're right it, it it felt muffled I had to sort of like pay attention and so then the beat is kind of lost right yeah, yeah. And also, I think whoever's playing Edgar is going for like a puppet voice. And it's a it's a really good puppet voice. The thing is, I think maybe it was a bit too fast and the punchlines were a bit too um, lost in, like you said, like either the audio or the delivery. So it took me about like 10 seconds to grasp on to what the puppet was saying, what Edgar was saying. Then I would laugh but by the time the scene has sort of passed. So there was like a buffer thing for me. So that, that is like my small uh, nitpick. Um, I didn't mind any of the characters though, but like you, I, I would have liked more of um of Seth and Nancy. So Seth and Nancy are essentially the the main characters in the story and mm. um without giving a lot away about the plot. So Nancy is a teenager who's looking forward to going to her prom um but you know 
in in sort of fairly stereotypical teenager way she's not the most confident um you know she doesn't think that she uh dressed up well enough and so on and so forth um and so she's getting ready to go she's about to get picked up by her date when Seth shows up at her house with an axe covered in blood um mm-hmm. and that kind of sets off the rest of the story um I must say I didn't know what to expect from the plot. Um I didn't know whether um she was going to end up getting murdered or whether uh, Seth was going to get arrested like I, I and what was Seth's deal. So all of those were kind of fun and funny. Um and I think the play was sort of clever in keeping us a little bit on the outside in terms of what was happening or what was going to happen. Mhm. And I also like their comedic timing, like the two of them. Um Nancy's more like Alex's comedic timing. Um in the beginning when she's like uh, again not to give too much away, but she's looking for certain things in a room and then she can't find it and the mom has to help her find it. That pause that she gives in between where she's like asking for X thing and then the mom says, "Have you looked in the drawer?" and then she replies with, "No, I haven't." And then she pauses and goes like, "Never mind." that comedic timing is perfect i felt I'd, like that was so well written um seth is also really good a uh, sergeant who plays seth um i feel like he adopted I, i don't know if that's his like natural voice or what but it sounded like a very tom holland in spiderman sort of you know this, this the, the the squeakiness in that teenage voice that i felt was very well done so the two of them pair like really well together like there's the chemistry there they do like you know they bounce off each other so well um yeah like just going back to that again like more time i think more time and i think and i it kept i kept thinking that comedy right especially this kind of stage comedy um mm. they're doing it on stage so essentially it's filmed on a a, a live stage set yeah. uh, but we are watching it on a screen so there's a sort of challenge because uh, comedy on stage works very differently from comedy on screen so mm. nailing that timing and nailing the body language i can't imagine it must have been easy um so i i appreciated that i could still find it funny because um you know it, it could have become too broad or it could have been too subtle and then we don't pick up on it um but i think the two actors actually did a really good job with that mm i like that you brought up the the stage play versus like watching it um um on screen because they have to they have to had to to done like a lot more camera work for this because they needed to give us like a multi camera angle and you know different points of view um i think there was an audience because i heard like people laughing and reacting i don't I know what the i wasn't sure whether there was a laugh track or an, a live audience it ah, felt so like a laugh track sometimes I I don't know. So for me I thought it sounded like people who are a bit um, um a bit distanced, you know, like but sitting in the in the crowd like a small crowd. Um so that was also okay. Like it it always adds to the the vibe of the the whole thing. Um but yeah, so I appreciated that a lot. The fact that they gave us a multi-camera thing because it helps us sort of see what they are they are intending us to see, you know, instead of just like one camera where we have to figure out where whatever's going on and then we're not there in person. So it removes the whole element of the stageness um and then would have been a bit weird so good blocking and and good camera stuff we're reviewing my prom date the axe murderer by pop up theater uh it premiered uh, a couple of weeks ago but you can still watch it online um it's a completely virtual play for more information you can look up tiny.cc/buypromdatetickets so we'll be back after this to continue our review you're listening to everyone's a critic BFM 89.9. You're listening to Everyone's a Critic, jointly presented with Chindana. Bodacious, fabulous minds. BFM 89.9, the business station. 
You're listening to Everyone's a Critic, jointly presented with Chindana. Welcome back. You're listening to Everyone's a Critic with Sharmila. And today I'm joined by Arvin. And we are reviewing my prom date, The Axe Murderer, which is a play by Pop-Up Theatre, a virtual play. It premiered uh, just about two weeks ago, but you can still watch it online. So we've been spending um, some amount of time talking about the play itself, um, the story, the performances. Um, I wanted to talk now about the uh, the staging. So for me, the staging was probably the thing that I felt could have been better. Um, I've been watching a fair amount of online plays lately um, over the last one year or so, uh, just because especially here, that's all there is. Mm. Um, and a lot of people have been doing some really interesting creative things when it comes to playing around with how we perform, how we produce and perform live theatre for a virtual audience, right? Um, some of them just straight up use Zoom. Some of them, uh, as you mentioned earlier, play around with camera. Um, some of them use elaborate sets. Some of them don't use any sets at all. Um, this for me felt like, particularly for a, a theatre company that's been promoting its as doing virtual productions, it, it felt like it could be better because it was literally a static set um, and it's a living room and that's all we see um, and everyone kind of moves around it. Um, now, again, bearing in mind that it's a 20-minute play, so perhaps it didn't require more than that. Um, but I do think that it could have done more in terms of how it was staged. Mm, it felt a bit um, slightly claustrophobic. Mm. because of how uh, how tight it was. I felt the same thing. Um, I would have liked like maybe one change in set. Uh, they have like another play online, Pop-Up Theatre, called I Stole Satan's Girlfriend. Um, and that play had like a good set. Like, uh, the, it, it's, like it's like a small bedroom. Um, but then they switched between, I think, like set A and set B, all with different lighting because the first five minutes, I think, take place somewhere else and then it ends up in the, in the bedroom. Um, and then was, I felt a lot, it looked a lot bigger. It looked a lot wider. Uh, there was a lot, of space for them to sort of move around um, and it felt more airy in a way. This felt, I don't know, maybe it's the type of stage and maybe it's just those uh, restrictions, but I but I had the same um, opinion. I would have liked if they did one of those, like, you know, where they switch the, the props and stuff and they give us like different locations, just a bit, um, just to get a different sense of, of what's going on. And I think if you're already using a camera in a set, there are many things that you can do uh, mm. that kind of um, zones in on particular things or creates a more in-person experience. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it, this is all experimental for almost everyone who's trying this now. Mm -hmm. So I hesitate to be uh, too critical to talk about what works and what doesn't, because if you ask me what works, I'm not sure until I see it. Um, but I, I think having had better experiences, particularly in making this feel immersive. Um, I did feel that with this, I never forgot once that I was watching this on YouTube um, and that it was a play being filmed somewhere. And sometimes I think it's nice not to be reminded of that. You know who I blame? Edgar. That's why that couch is there, you know, because you need that couch for, Ed yeah, for Edgar to come alive. You need that couch in place. <laughs> oh, yeah, I didn't think of that. That's right. The the fact that you needed to have a puppet in there, you would need uh, something to hide it in 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 the foreground, right? Mm -hmm. But then again, I I don't know. Um, I love the fact that Edgar is there. That, that he he brings the. Of course, the whole premise is surrealist and it's about an axe murderer and prom and stuff. But I feel like if Edgar wasn't in the play, um, it would have been slightly not less interesting 
But it's just that I love the play all the more because Edgar is there. Because there's this element of no one explains why he's a puppet. No one explains <laughs> what world they're living in or if this is some sort of like alternate dimension, alternate reality where puppets are just like, they just exist the same way like uh, cartoons exist in Space Jam, you know? So no no one brings that. There's no exposition. And I like the fact that there's no exposition. And then you have this puppet walk-in who's a neighbor puppet. And I think Edgar being there lends the whole thing more of that farcical quality, which helps, right? Mm. Because again, you want to set a tone in 20 minutes. You want to have your audience believe in this farce um, and kind of laugh along with it. I think put a puppet in there. No one's no one's wondering, is this an actual horror film anymore? Um, <laughs> yeah. Everyone's fully on board with the idea that this is, this is farce. This is supposed to be funny. Uh, you're supposed to kind of maybe hang up your intellectual hat a little bit. Um, I wanted to say though that okay, the thing that I kept thinking about is that um, so this is a it's a it's a ticketed production, mm-hmm. um, and I think because they've made it accessible for people around the world, um, they were charging four pounds, which I think works out roughly to about sixteen ringgit, sixteen fifty in our mm-hmm. currency. Um, I kept wondering whether I if I had paid for it because of course we got media access, would I have thought it was worth that ticket price? Um, so I'm going to give two answers, uh, mm-hmm. from my point of view, like personally, if this was, if we didn't have a pandemic, then I would have been like, maybe it could have been less, but I'm justifying with, uh, with the pandemic and with uh, restrictions and then having to pay actors and having to get the props. So all of that put together, I, I'm like, okay, 1650 sounds fair. It's, it's still below 20. Um, and even after you pay, you're not gonna, you're not gonna remember that sum that much now especially with all this effort being put in the fact that they are even putting on a production in these times and going out of their way and stuff um so that's my justification outside of this i don't know i don't know what i would have felt right because you wouldn't you wouldn't mind i think paying even double or triple that if you were watching a live performance um mm. but there's something about sitting at home and watching it at home especially when you're comparing it to i don't know netflix or whatever or free yeah. things on youtube um that causes you to think like well do i want to buy this or do i want to get a cup of coffee um and <laughs> and so i i don't know whether this it's not so much whether i would pay i'm wondering whether as a whole um a production like this could um, could get people to buy those tickets. It's so interesting that you said Netflix because that's also one of my justifications. I'm mm-hmm. like, look, I paid this much for Netflix in a month. I just subscribed for another massive streaming service. Um, and then I'm like, why not support people who are you know doing doing this on the other hand? You know what I mean? So it's that it's a little bit of guilt, <laughs> but also I, I guess it helps to you know put things into perspective. No, and absolutely, I think you're right to point out that putting up this production, even if they filmed mm. it, would re- require quite a lot of financial investment and people should be paid and actors and artists and theatre makers need to be paid. Um, yeah. So I'm happy that people are trying these things. I'm really happy to see different ways that people are doing this. Um, final words, would you recommend this to people? I would recommend it. I think the 20 minutes helps, uh, even if people are not into plays, not into theatre, it's something for them to check out. Uh, the premise is interesting enough. Um, yeah, you know, if even though I would have uh, put in about maybe even 40 minutes to watch this play, I think uh, people will, it's easy, you know, it's an easy breezy watch. Um, I didn't want to ask though, like they've been doing these kinds of like, you know, over the top concepts uh, as, as a production company. Do you want to see them do something more drama or more realistic after your thoughts on the thing? 
think so. I think this seems to be where they sit quite comfortably. Um, and I think this sort of um, OTT, uh, surreal, farcical quality that they bring to the productions are fun. And not many people are doing too many things like this either. Um, mm-hmm. So I think I like this this space. Um, I don't necessarily like every aspect of what they've done. Like, for instance, I feel like I could have done definitely without the weird um sexual innuendos for mm-hmm. me that was a real letdown in the play um and even with um the previous one they did um i stole satan's girlfriend um i think there were yeah. elements to it which i would have preferred they thought about and you know funny doesn't have to mean thoughtless and i think sometimes their stuff veers into that but mm-hmm. overall i like the i like the space that they're sitting in and, and i'm quite happy that they would continue in this tone with other stories same, same here. I wanted to say, like, keep. Um, I, I think they are good at these kinds of concepts, um, and I would like to see more. So we've been reviewing my prom date, the Axe Murderer. Uh, that's by Pop Up Theatre, and uh, it's currently online, and uh, you can check it out. You um, just need to head on over to tiny.cc/slash buy prom date tickets, uh, and also for more information, you can check out Pop Up Theatre's social media feeds. Irene, thank you so much for reviewing this with me. Thanks for asking me. You've been listening to Everyone's a Critic, BFM 89.9. Everyone's a Critic, jointly presented with Chindana. For updates on Malaysian arts and culture, follow Chindana on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.